Hey, 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 it's Coach Mark here of the Everyday Fitness with Coach Mark Podcast. And in today's episode, I have a really special guest with me. He's not only one of my clients, but also one of my best friends. His name is Corey Gooch, and Corey has been working out with me for the past two years. And in today's episode, we are talking about his fitness journey. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, Corey. Welcome to the Everyday Fitness with Coach Mark podcast. Thanks for having me, Mark. Appreciate the chance. Yeah, and uh, listeners heard it in the intro already. Uh, we've been working out for two years. You've been a client and a friend of mine for two years. Um, but I want to go back a little bit um, before that. Um, what really made you start a fitness routine? What were the points where you said, okay, enough is enough. Uh, I need to start something. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, it was really... Um, I had, we, my wife had had a baby and so we had a little guy around the house. And so as many times it happens that during that point that the mom has cravings and so conveniently does the dad. And so okay. over time, I just slowly found myself, uh, you know, getting you know out of shape and, uh, and heavier. And so I'm like, this, this doesn't work anymore. I've, I've got to do something. And so finally I got myself to the point where I got to get pushed, uh, you know, over the edge to do this. Got it. Um, and to me, it's always interesting to hear a little bit of the story of how long it took you to really get into a fitness routine. How many hours, days, weeks, months, maybe years did you think about starting something? I mean, I think I would, I would say that it started really shortly after we moved uh, from Chicago here to LA in like the, the end of 2018. But uh, that was, I mean, we didn't start really working out until like June of 2019. Mm -hmm. So I think during that time, you, you think about it, you do something, you don't do something, you try something on your own. But finally, ultimately where it was is, I mean, I, I had some you know support from my wife. She's like, you kind of need to do something about <laughs> this. <laughs> and uh, which was good because it was really helpful, but also very supportive, you know, not really knowing or maybe not even having the confidence to look around and try and find um, somebody to help me. And mm -hmm. I think uh, that was when, uh, you know, we did had a great conversation and we met together and had a really you know, good connection in terms of the views and your thoughts on how to help me get back on that, uh, on the wagon. Yeah. And there's so many people always wondering uh, what were, what are the fitness goals of a person that, that uh, goes and seeks for a personal trainer? What were your main fitness goals? What did you want to work on? What was the most important for you? Yeah. I mean, I think for me, right, where I needed to, um, I had a heart condition before and, and still do, but I mean, obviously that's uh, it's okay. But I mean, I knew that I needed to work my way back into um, yeah, sort of a much slimmer position and get, you know, from the mid 200s to below. And I'm still working on that uh, as well, but getting closer all the time. But I, so I needed that, but also having a family, you want to be healthy. You want to be around for a long time. So my goals were a little bit more longer term rather than just sort of a number. Um, but I, I think it was not only being more mobile and active, but also feeling more self-confident as well and, and, re and rediscovering that for myself. Yeah, I think many people can actually and many listeners can resonate with that. Um, and they might be right in front of a fitness journey, starting something up new. Um, what can you give them to really on their way um, to say, okay, 
you you can do it um I, when i can do it anybody can do it what would you tell them what would we what would be your advice in general i mean i think it's one thing that you've said to me many times is you start where you start and that's okay right mm -hmm. you don't have to you know i don't have to be a professional soccer player right mm -hmm. you know i don't have to have uh the background of of being a you know a college athlete or you know or being a yogi right you start where you start and i think that that's the best thing and, and just get going i mean when we first started uh you challenged me you know to work out for 30 days in a row and i'm like oh my god how the heck is this going to be possible you know and i think um the first time when i broke the streak because i was traveling internationally mm -hmm. uh, it was like 137 days i think in a row it's after fun. we started working out Yeah, and I feel like um, most of the people, they're struggling with a clear plan. Yeah, they, they might go to a gym, they might sign up for a gym, and I've seen it in the past. They might uh, spend a lot of time in the gym, but it's not really effective. Um, just tell us a little bit about the workouts that we've done together and how they were structured, the frequency, how many times. I know you said 137 days in a row, which is which is unbelievable. I mean, we really created a habit. And I, told, I remember talking about this in the beginning, uh, telling you I definitely work out the first or do something for the first 21 days because that's when actually habits are formed. Right. Um, and yeah, tell us a little bit about the frequency, uh, what we did in the workouts, how they were structured. And, and so I think the thing that I really enjoyed about the workouts that we had was that with the, the body weight, um, workouts, I mean, were, were good because you could learn to do that anywhere. Yeah. We did incorporate sometimes in the gym, Uh, a little bit of, of, of dumbbell workout or a barbell workout and maybe some kettlebells. But at the same time, we also did a lot of outside stuff where you don't need anything. I mean, it was true agility or hit with whatever thing that we could find anywhere. Uh, and that was one of, I think, the best things that I really appreciated about our workout is that you know, we're, we're, you taught me that you can literally be anywhere. If you're on a hike, you know, find a rock, find a log, do anything. Okay. You can do push-ups there. Uh, you, know, you can do step-ups on a, on a log or a rock or how many times did we you know run through the pit of hell on the beach where i mean my god i thought i was going to die on those days but i mean i really appreciated it in the end um in terms of all all the hard work that it, it helped me push me uh to get better and and i know uh, so many people that listen right now they that are uh, working in an office space or working from home um what can you give them on advice um if they don't have like let's say They work eight to 10 hours. They have kids as you have. Um, is there always a time to find time to work out or what would you give them as, as advice? I mean, I think that you have to make the time, right? You, you, you've got to find, find or make it. And that's one of the things that I found. I mean, I prefer working out in the morning. So I shifted my calendar around. So I was going to bed earlier so I could get up at like five or six in the morning to get my workouts in. because I don't really like doing them at night, but you can find the time. I mean, other people, they prefer working out at night. And I know in one of your podcasts, you said some people do. So it's okay. You can find the time. I realized that myself, I mean, when I would, I would track like the steps on the iPhone or something where I watched, if I was in the office, I mean, I would be doing like only a thousand to 1500 steps in yeah. a day. Yeah. So, I mean, it's which normal, is like nothing. Which is normal for an office person. It's just, it's just what it is, you know? Yeah, but it, I mean, it's nothing, right? So I really have to, you have to find the time to do it or make the time to do it. And I think that's one of the things that I really learned, you know, for us is that, you know, and it doesn't, if you are really 
focused on what you want to do, you can accomplish a lot in a very short amount of time. Absolutely. And I've seen it over the past 17 years being a coach. Um, there's th really three things that are important, right? Um, I always said uh, the accountability part is really important when you have a, a, a coach. That's one thing, but also how effective the workouts are. And then, um, yeah, just, just making up your mind and really finding the why. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about that because I feel like the why dictates your journey because every time you're struggling a little bit, you go back to that why and you can really um, just think about it and then really say, okay, I got to stop the, the struggles. I got to stop what I, the negative thoughts. Or I got to stop just being in a funk. The why is the most important. And what is your why? Yeah, I mean, I think for me, it's it's uh, having like many of us. You know, you have a family and you, you want to be around for them. I mean, I don't want to be, um, you know, have being sixty years old and having diabetes and can't move around or something like this, right? And because I really feel for those people that that do have that. I mean, it's a real it's a real challenge that they have, and it doesn't really get better. And so, what I want to do is make sure that you know I have a heart condition. I that's why I had to leave the, the Navy back in the day. And I you know, just had a heart procedure back in December, which of course interrupted our schedule. So, I mean, it's something that I have to be conscious and aware of, right? I mean, I can't just go through life, uh, you know, eating what I want and drinking what I want and not sleeping and doing these things, right? I have to be focused on that. And I'm quickly learning that, uh, you know, old dogs can learn new tricks. And I have to learn that now that my why is important to be around for the family. It's uh, down, down the line because, you know, I have to, I have to learn the, the lessons and, and repair a lot of the mistakes that I did uh, nutrition wise and activity wise from, you know, in my twenties and thirties. Yeah, that, that's, that's awesome insight. And uh, I believe so many people are like that. And um, I want to talk a little bit about last year when the pandemic hit, COVID hit, um, <clears throat> the, the change we made basically, because so many people were struggling, being at home, not working out, not going to the gym, not doing the workouts, falling off the wagon completely. Um, and then also um, there was the change of you being actually in front of a camera for a little bit. And um, right. you, you, were, you were part of the program. Um, we filmed the program to follow long workouts and i really wanted to show my clients not just uh, a fitness model that uh, is being paid for to do that and they can do it anyways um but really people that that are trained and people um from from any anywhere like from from the 40s to the 50s to the 60s and also 20s right so i wanted to show that tell us a little bit about that yeah, I mean, I think we, of course, had been, we would work out outside, we would do in the gym, and then, of course, COVID hit, and then there is no gym anymore, right? So you have no chance for that. Yeah. And I think for our, for a lot of people, we heard, you know, they, they would be at home, and it was it, almost a joke, right? I mean, happy hour is all day long at this point in time, because, uh, but that also turns into some, you know, bad habits for people. Uh, and we've, I mean, the stories are, are abundant of folks who, who did have problems with that. And I think uh, the opposite where where we almost started working out together on you know almost a daily basis or multiple times a week um, and I think that led in you saw a need in the market to help people that didn't have that uh, which with the creation of you know the rip 30 program and I think from being part of that, uh, you, you're certainly, I remember I was like almost scared, right, to do it because you think like, you know, I, I don't, uh, 
certainly don't have the physique of a, my coach who's a professional soccer player, right? Uh, or some of the other, you know, people that are like super ripped, you know, I think that it was a little bit scary to do it, but also I, and I appreciated your, you know, your encouragement and, and the fellow other cast members is like, you know, the, the, that's the beauty of this. Everybody is who they are. You know, they're their own body type. They have their own motions and they have to start where they start. And by being sometimes the guy in the back who has to do the modifications, uh, it showed that, you know, not everybody has to be there, right? It's okay to start where you start. If you have to do, you know, push-ups on your knees or not doing jump squats, you just do reverse squats. Uh, you know, it's okay. And I think that was where it's important for people to be able to see that everybody is on their journey at some point along the way. And, um, but it's just important to get on that and stay on that. Yeah, and um, we have a lot of listeners from the 40s to the 60s right now, um, <clears throat> not just from the past um, episodes that we've done with a couple other guests, but in, in general. And um, let's say there's a person mid-40s like you and is, is hesitant to start a fitness routine. What would you give them as advice? I think from my perspective, it's just just to take the step to do it. You know, it doesn't matter whether it doesn't have to be right with uh, while it, I had a great experience with you as a person, professional trainer, you just just get going, you know, mm -hmm. just I think having a program is actually was good for me as well during the time, because yeah. we weren't always able to see each other or always talk. Um, so having like a, a plan to go to, mm -hmm. and to know like what workouts to do were good and the follow along are really beneficial because for those of us, which is the vast majority, right? We don't know the workouts to do along the way to, to, to string together the kind of workouts over a 30 minute period to be able to do that. And I think that's what I really appreciated is that the follow alongs were great because I knew that, okay, I can dedicate the time, but, but I don't have to worry about what exercises to do because they're already there in the follow along. And I think that for me, it's, you know, just get started. You start where you start and you build up slowly from there. It's not about it, what is on Instagram or worrying about what other people think or look about. It's just about getting started and doing it. And, you know, you, you get there and it's your own personal journey, not anybody else's. And I feel like um, that's from experience too, with, with talking to clients and um, they always think about the ultimate goal, right? Like, let's say I want to lose a hundred pounds or whatever it is. And it, that makes them like, oh my God, a hundred pounds. That's going to be like years from now on. And they just have this thought process of, oh my God, I have to put years into it. But what I've learned from professional sports is too, you don't want to necessarily think about the championship right now. You want to uh, think about the next game right the next workout in that right regard, right you, you don't want to think too far ahead and just have fun on the journey because it might be in a forever journey it might be something and it should be because it's a lifestyle now for you uh you're not done yet you you know you, you still want to go and have goals that you want to accomplish uh so so do i i mean as a as a coach right i believe um just looking forward to the next workout and just seeing that in, instead of seeing what's in a year from now is so important, I believe. Can you? I, I totally can relate to that, right? Because I mean, to put it in the sports analogy before I turn it back to, to the, the real life situation, 
I mean, we've seen so many times that come uh, sports teams, whether they're pro soccer or football or whatever, you know, they will, they look at maybe the long-term goal and they lose the game that they shouldn't lose on the way. And then they don't get to the championship, right? Because they were, they were looking past the team that they shouldn't be looking past. And I think that's where, um, you know, I'm, yeah, I know what my end goal is, but I think the one thing that we looked at is like, let's focus on what we're going to do this week. Right. Yeah. Yes. You need to look at the scale and watch where you're, what you're doing, but at the same time, you know, you'll slowly get there. Let's not think that we have to get to losing, you know, 60 pounds a month. That's ridiculous. Exactly. Right. And let's not worry about that. Let's focus on the little bit that we have now. You'll get there as long as you follow what you're doing. Right. Yeah. And we all oh, have every, step. every, even all-star teams have bad days. Right. And I've had slips back and we know where, you know, you, you don't have that it'll work out as much, or you maybe eat bad things and you, but what I've found is it's easier to get back on the horse. Uh, once I have um, uh, done this because I've gone through it and I know, and I feel better about myself when I do that. Yeah. And it's just about not giving up. Right. I mean, it's easy to give up, but um, I think, if you give up, you never know what, what could have happened, you know? And um, I believe you never gave up, although you had some setbacks, which everybody has. I mean, let's it's, it's, it's be realistic. Uh, even a coach uh, has setbacks and it doesn't want to work out every day and might fall off the wagon a little bit and uh, is not enjoying the, 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 the workouts at the moment. But I believe if you keep that lifestyle consistent, just every week doing something and then every month and then years and years. Now uh, we've been working uh, together for two years and I can see, I mean, the changes that you made are incredible. I mean, um, from not just appearance, but also like, I think how you carry yourself. I mean, the, the posture, anything is, is so, so good. Right. And I believe um, that's what, what we got to see too. Yeah. And I think that that's where, uh, you know, look, everybody, all of us are normal, right? We go away on holiday for a week and then you, you know, you may not, you know, work out as much while you're gone because you want to relax. Right. And that's okay. You know, but it's trying to find the motivation to get back on uh, and start the program again when you get back. And that's that's what you have to learn to do. And I think it's the, oh, I can't do it. Well, actually, you can't. I mean, I, I, I had those days when I would be, oh, God, I really don't want to do this at all. But you can do it. You just get up and start. And there's never been a time when after a workout was over, I regretted working out, right? You're like, oh, yes, I'm done. Thank goodness I'm done. And I'm glad and I'm happy that I did it. Yeah. Right. I mean, so that's the little reward that you have every time you do it. You feel good. And also, um, I want to talk a little bit about the community aspect, the friendship. Um, we're friends now. Um, we've been friends for, for a long time now, two years, um, almost like in the beginning, connected instantly. Um, you invited me over. We went to dinners together and talked about not just uh, fitness stuff, which is another awesome, uh, awesome part to connect to a trainer, a coach, uh, and then to their community uh, of, of clients. And you have met so many of my, my, my clients and they become your friends. Um, tell us a little bit about the community aspect of that. Yeah, I, 
I think that the community aspect, you know, is really important because what you may see, um, I mean, we see people are around that are that are here. Or you'll message them, and you run into them here and there, or maybe you know at the grocery store or just out walking along the 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 boardwalk here. And you you know inevitably it comes up. So you know how's it going with Mark? Are you still working out with him? Are you doing the program? And it, oh man, I had such a bad week. I didn't really you know do much, but I'm I'm really getting back onto it. Or how have you been doing? And it's nice to have that sense of. You know, everybody is at different points. Some people are really motivated. And if you hear that, like, oh man, I didn't really do workouts the last couple of days, I got to do it again. Or or the other way around, it's like, I, you know, you can coach still, you can also give like positive feedback. It's like, well, yeah, I've actually been doing pretty well. You should come on, you can do it. You've already did this before. You were like a rock star last year uh, or a couple months ago. You can totally do this. This is nothing. And I think that's where you support each other, whether it's discussions about working out or and some of the your clients, we you know, we talk about like some of the the folks that are my age about nutrition, right? And that's like, oh man, you know, I struggle with that like last 15 or 20 pounds. Oh man, I totally know, you know, what you mean. It's like, you know, because I love, you know, Kentucky bourbon or or whether it's uh, you know, too much nice cheese from Whole Foods. I mean, I love to integrate those things, but you know, like, ah, yeah, but I can't do that. Yeah. So we talk about those challenges that we have and even we've we've worked out together and and talked about like how do we even change our, you know, our own personal diets to to do that. So even though it's not you doing that with us like we start to talk to each other about and support each other on those things yeah yeah absolutely and i want to put you a little bit on the spot because you're one you're one of my favorite people in the world and we have a great friendship and you're one of my favorite clients ever um <laughs> no i want to put i want to put you on the spot a little bit um because let's say i don't want to talk necessarily about um rip 30 Let's talk about it in general. Uh, what would be your number one advice for a person that is in front of it, is in front of a start in thinking about it for maybe two years already? I need to start something. What's your number one advice? I think that um, you can do a lot more than you think you can do mm -hmm. without question. Um, and you don't have to um, think about and don't think about doing something 30 days in a row. As you said, think about today, think about tomorrow, and yeah. that's all you got to do. And then you will be amazed at how fast 30 days goes by. Yeah. So, you know, don't worry about what, how, where you are, begin to get started and just think about doing it today. And then you get up tomorrow and think about doing it again and then do it after that. And before you know it, You know, you'll, you'll have done the RIP 30 program three or four months in a row and not even like, whoa, that's a, how did I do that? Well, you can do it. Yeah, exactly. Last question um, before we end the interview. Um, what's your favorite exercise and workout? It's well, it's, it, it's not burpees. I can tell you that. <laughs> I absolutely uh, despise them, uh, especially when you make me do more than a hundred of them in a workout. And so this is when I don't even like you at the end of the workout. Uh, and, and there are, there are many times that are, are do that. Um, there's a couple of really good ones that I, that's actually not on the program that I really like that we've done where I do, uh, it's like a, a four minute like or five minute uh, Tabata set 
where I hit everything all in a row. So it's like eight exercises. Uh, but it, it, depending upon, you know, it can be like 45 seconds to a minute per, or even sometimes right now I'm only doing like 35 seconds cause I'm starting to work my way back in, but you do the same exercise for 35 seconds, take 10 seconds off, do the next one. And you do all eight exercises, take a minute break and do it all over again. So yeah. it takes about 20, 25 minutes to do yeah. with a cool warm up and a cool down. And I really like that one because I feel like I get a full, body workout. Uh, and then I know that, and that's like, whether I'm in a hotel room yeah, or I'm here or wherever, I, I don't need anything. I can just do it. And that's one of my go-to workouts when I travel, because I know that I can do it anywhere. They don't need a gym in the hotel. And I really like that one because it makes me feel good, a full body workout all over. Well, I really appreciate your time and uh, you know uh, how I value you, uh, not just as a client, as a friend too. And um, thank you so much for coming on uh, on the Everyday Fitness with Coach Mark podcast, Corey. Yeah, I mean, the podcast is great, man. And I uh, as well. I mean, it's it's been fantastic as a, to have a friendship like you develop over the last couple of years and uh, and to see the success that you're having as well. So thanks so much, Mark. I'll, uh, I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Everyday Fitness with Coach Mark. Hopefully you're feeling fired up and motivated to get going. All it takes is just 30 minutes per day. Get your hands on Coach Mark's incredible free workout challenge or join him live for an online workout every single week by going straight to completethechallenge.com. Super easy to remember, completethechallenge.com. And don't forget, the key to results is consistency. Join us for the next episode of Everyday Fitness with me, Coach Mark, every Monday and Thursday.